I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. KSL's top stories on the coronavirus. I'm Maria Shalaz with your daily coronavirus update. A man credited with shaping the U.S.'s national security policy passed away from complications of COVID this morning. ABC's Aaron Katursky shares the life of Colin Powell. Colin Powell was a professional soldier for 35 years, rising to the rank of four-star general. He served as national security advisor to President Reagan. So the last year and a half of my time in the White House was with President Reagan became an extremely close and strong uh, relationship. Then, as chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff under President Bush, he oversaw Operation Desert Storm in 1991. We have not been uh, targeting Mr. Saddam Hussein. The purpose of our bombing facilities in the area of Baghdad is essentially to go after the command and control. Howell Doctrine called for clear political objectives and popular support for military operations, along with decisive and overwhelming force. President George W. Bush named Powell Secretary of State. Our alliances are as strong now as they ever have been, and they are as needed now as they ever have been. Powell's 2003 speech at the United Nations helped garner support for the U.S. war in Iraq. Saddam Hussein and his regime are concealing their efforts to produce more weapons of mass destruction. Earlier this year, Powell called the speech a great intelligence failure. Powell was born in New York in 1937 and raised in the South Bronx by Jamaican parents. He died of complications from COVID-19, though he was fully vaccinated. In a statement, his family called Powell a remarkable and loving husband, father, grandfather, and a great American. Aaron Katursky, ABC News. Harvard Medical School professor Dr. John Brownstein and ABC News contributor says he's worried that Powell's death will erode confidence in vaccines. Just about 7,000 deaths occurred in the 187 million vaccinated people in the U.S., 6,000 of those that are individuals 65 and above, and, and usually with underlying conditions. The CDC report from August found unvaccinated people were more than 11 times more likely to die from the virus. His family tells us Colin Powell was fully vaccinated but still died as a result of complications from COVID-19. Our team coverage continues with Becky Bruce. The former Secretary of State was 84 years old and had both Parkinson's disease and multiple myeloma, a form of cancer. Those are all uh, serious factors and and actually do impact how effective the vaccine can be for an individual. Intermountain Medical Director of Preventive Medicine, Dr. Tamara Sheffield, told KSL's David Dujanovic, if you're vaccinated and under the age of 50, your odds look much better. There's 100% protection against death with the vaccine. We are not having people under that age die from COVID. Becky Bruce, KSL News Radio. Dr. Sheffield says the vaccine goes from 95% effective at preventing death for people in their 50s to around 87% effective for people in their 80s. It's much better than your risk with no vaccine at all. 
Police in Seattle are preparing for a staffing crisis because a vaccine mandate is kicking in today. Like many police and fire departments here on the West Coast where there are vaccine mandates, there are large groups of holdout officers and firefighters who are refusing to get vaccinated. In Seattle, today is a deadline, and they've been told after today they are fired. Where they're going to go isn't clear since vaccines are mandatory in all departments around the area. But there is real worry about what staffing in the police department will be this week. Seattle police moving into a modified stage four mobilization, which is reserved for the most extreme staffing emergencies. It means everybody who can be in uniform will be working extended shifts. That is ABC's Alex Stone reporting. If you're afraid of needles, this is the story for you. Scientists in Holland are creating a new technology to give vaccines without a needle. The so-called bubble gun is a new invention which uses a laser to push tiny droplets through the skin and which could one day allow vaccines to be administered without needles. Professor David Fernandez-Rivas is the man behind the technology. He tells Sky News he hopes it will help those who are afraid of needles, but it's unclear when the technology would be available. In as ABC News at the Foreign Desk. With your daily coronavirus update, I'm Maria Shaleos, KSL News Radio.